Welcome to 2021 and welcome back to the Power, Strength and Vulnerability podcast. You'll notice there's no intro or outro for today. It's just me chatting, um, thanking and reflecting and letting you know about what's to come in 2021. So welcome and I hope you all had a safe New Year's. Um, I know in Melbourne and Sydney we've got some more COVID cases and they're, they're jumping on that as quick as possible. So um, I hope everyone out there is safe and, um, you know, looking after themselves and foremo- first and foremost. So I want to just quickly thank a couple of sponsors. We have a cricket charity match running in February, on February 21st at around 3 o'clock p.m. Um, in Rural Buck. And it's the best players of the RDCA. And I just want to thank the two main sponsors for the day, which are Easy Air. Um, and McCartney Electrical Solutions. So easy here do air conditioning and McCartney Electrical Solutions do all things electrical. And I'll share both of those in the show notes. So if you want some air conditioning or you want some electrical work done, please reach out to them. They've been very, very generous in helping me and the team get the PSV Cup running this year. Um, big, big supporters of mental health. And I think businesses who step up in this time you know, really need to be rewarded and thanked um, any way possible. So I want to thank them for reaching out in, um, you know, a time of, of struggle for everyone and um, putting their hand in their pocket and helping out. So today's podcast will be about a wrap-up of 2020, uh, what we've got to come in 2021, and my 2021 goals and how I'm going about it. So firstly... I wanted to talk about this because I woke up this morning in a really big struggle because I had this podcast planned. Um, I have got a lot of physical illnesses that I'm battling through, um, along with mental health issues that I am still working through, um, which is funny because lately I've been copping a fair bit off people um, when, when I have serious conversations about how my improvements are there. And it it allowed me to reflect on how much I actually have improved and um, debunked a few situations, I guess. So it was really good to reflect for myself. And I say that because on New Year's Eve, I did something, I got really angry and I did something that, you know, wasn't helpful in the situation um, at all. And I, you know, I pay the consequences and... Um, yeah, I had a lot of people throwing extra shade on me that really isn't necessary, um, but I get why they do it. So I wanted to talk about my anxiety around recording, posting, going to work, and and even seeing friends. Um, you know, I battle a lot of anxiety still to this day, and my physical illnesses play a huge role in that because you know, most mornings I wake up and it takes about an hour, hour and a half sometimes for one of my eyes to open because it's just so foggy and cloudy um, due to sinusitis and adrenal fatigue. I wake up every morning and for about the first three hours of a day, no matter what I'm doing, um, my whole body is in pain and agony. Um, it's really hard to even get out of bed. But once I do get out of bed, um, the pain is still there continuously and I've tried showers, um, walks, not doing anything, and the pain sort of stays there for the first couple of hours. So 
I put that down to a lot of, I put that down to the fact that I've lived in an anxiety state of mind and state of body for so long that my body's just there, stuck there at the moment. My mind's past that, but my body's still stuck. So I'm doing a lot of work in 2021 around changing that. And um, yeah, I just find it um, upsetting when people don't look at the reality, um, just look at incidents and act on emotion. And I know that's what I do sometimes. Um, but once the event is passed, it's always great to look at oh, what's the reality, what would have been, what would have been like in the past to what it is now. So, I have a lot of anxiety around recording these podcasts. Um, you know, through fear, um, through not being able to speak, I have a lot of anxiety about seeing friends. I, I don't think people understand, but it's really hard for me to just go to a friend's house. Like I really struggle with it in the morning or the, the night before. I, I don't sleep well. Even to the start, to the point where if I'm reflecting a bit on 2020, um, I had two landscaping jobs and both of them at one occasion, I just messaged and said I couldn't come into work. I was sick and it was, I was purely physically exhausted because of the anxiety I had about going into work. And it's something that I'd done so many times before. Um, which yeah, really broke me because I didn't want to let the people down that were, were trying to help me. But at the same time, I couldn't do it. So on reflection, that was in the first couple of months of 2020. And to where I am today, you know, in tw that was the second half of 2020 when I took on a, a role at MindFit as a trainee. I only took about three days or four days off work on the morning. And each of those weren't anxiety, they were my physical illness, illnesses really popping up. Um, so when I talk about my adrenal fatigue and chronic sinusitis, I also suffer really badly when I have those with um, dizziness. You probably just hear my dog come through the speaker who's in the other end of the house. Um, is I actually get really dizzy and I physically can't drive because I can't see properly. Um, to the point where I've fainted a couple of times throughout 2021. And I'm not doing this to, you know, for sympathy because sympathy doesn't help anything. Um, it's just the reality of what invisible illnesses can look like and why we should be so, shouldn't be so quick to judge and rather ask questions to understand and to listen with the intent to listen and understand because we really don't know what anyone else is going through. So um, judgment doesn't help anyone. So yeah, having a lot of anxiety around doing those things uh, on reflection, personally, I got to work seven, oh, it would have been 95% of the time post July 1st. Um, I made a really big effort of just turning up and whatever came from that, came from that. And more on that when I talk about my goals for 2021, but I just want to wrap up and thank all the following people for jumping on the podcast this year. We had Cameron Sharp, which was the last one. Fantastic. With Sharpie, he suffered a horrific uh, car accident where he was run over by a car. He woke up with a hole in his stomach. Um, it traumatised him to no end, and he was brave enough to open up about his story. We had 
the transformation with the ladies of Alicia Hill, Alicia Mortley and Lisa Army, which is fantastic for any ladies out there struggling with body transformation or the mental health in business. Uh, June Mack, who is um, mentoring other women in business and doing an absolute amazing job. Um, you can follow her on Instagram or on all the social medias. She's, she's fantastic. And if you need any help with that, we also spoke about um, postnatal anxiety and depression after her firstborn. And we break down that and what it was like and because that was the first time she'd ever suffered any mental health complications. I had my brother talk about um, work safe incident and accident where he was off work for two years, was followed by investigators and caused a lot of stress and anxiety. He'd never had anxiety or depression before, but an incident you know, changed his life forever and he's worked through that and he's you know very inspiring now. I had a double episode with Jamie Munro who talked about being a good girl growing up and trying to live by that and, and living by being the good girl all the time ended up causing volcano eruptions, suppressing everything until it erupted. I sat with Alicia Hill one-on-one -on -one and we talked about the fact that she'd grown up you know, traveling the world and, and felt very unloved and she was bullied, um, beaten up and how she's been able to change it around and how it's a generational, gen gene type thing where each you know parent along her way has has gone through a very similar thing to what she has but she wants to break the mold for her kids moving forward and having her first daughter um, having her daughter poppy you know really changed the way she wants to live and help her kids break that mold spoke about spoke to craig poxon made it from school about ego versus the, uh, feeding, feeding the ego versus feeding the soul, where Craig was in a very well-paying job, corporate, uh, but they didn't care about the health of people and his mental health suffered and kept deteriorating. So he quit his job um, and only recently, since the podcast, you know, he's travelled, he's done a lot of things that really fed the soul. He jumped back into the corporate work, workplace and... He realised again it wasn't for him and he needed to feed the soul um, and money wasn't, you know, what was going to keep him ticking over, which is a fantastic podcast. So the great Emily Francis, who did a lot of uh, work for me earlier in the year, someone I really treasured as a friend, um, who spoke about a lot of things that, you know, have gone on with her and, you know, it was really brave of her to open up and share that along the way. Alicia interviewed me, my fiancé interviewed me midway through the year and we spoke about the mental health clinic and my time in there and the struggles I had with that and the reality of that. I had uh, Aaron Mullet, who I've grown up with, I've known since he was five, who went on to play for North Melbourne Football Club for close, and Carlton for close to 90 games. We spoke about the crippling anxiety that came over him in his last couple of years of footy where he was relive and the game multiple times and then he would picture the game in front of him multiple times and it would just completely exhaust him. I had Pete Cassidy jump on for two podcasts and talk about his story. I had my amazing first therapist Ryan Hassan come on and talk about his struggles, his drug addiction, his time in jail and 
how he turned that all around to now help many, many addicted people with addictions um, get out of their suffering. I was Shabon McLeod, a breathwork instructor, who joined me after I went through a breathwork and uh, we broke down the what breathwork does and how it helps people. I had Nick Teichman, who I spent 21 days in the men's health clinic with, a guy who had lots of trauma, which he didn't know about until in his early 20s, and that was when addiction took over his life. He didn't understand a lot of the stuff that happened as a kid, and he started asking questions within himself. Was he worthy? Was he enough? Was he enough? And it ended up leading to addiction. Um, so we break down that and, you know, watching him since the podcast, he's grown a lot. He's had a couple of slip ups, but the person he's becoming today is a much improved and a better person going forward. I had Sarah Blackmore, Sarah Blackmore. We recorded it, um, just prior to her filming Ninja Warrior. And we spoke about her anxiety and battles over the years, um, some trauma as she was growing up and what that looks like for her today. Since recording that podcast with Sarah, she's discovered that she has ADHD and we're going to record another podcast soon, which I'll talk about in a second. And I also had my cousin, Tegan Cryan, 16 years of age, openly gay um, and a fantastic role model for so many people out there at such a young age. She battled leukemia as a child and was one of the, the first inspirations I had you know, as I was going through my teenage years and, well, my 20s really, uh, to be honest, because she battled and she fought, you know, a really tough battle. I was going to try and say which my favourite podcasts were, um, but it's very hard. It's like it's like picking a, a favourite child. And uh, if you ask my brother or my mum, you'll know that I'm the favourite child, but I don't want to pick a favourite. I loved every one of them. And I'm so grateful and thankful that people were willing to open up on this platform and help so many out there. And I really appreciate all the feedback that has come PSV's way to ask questions, to pass on messages to all the guests that we've had. And I hope in 2021 and continually that people can continue to reach out through the email or through the social media platforms and ask questions or give back feedback. What I'd love is I'd love reviews. I would love subscribers. I would love you to share anything that can help spread this message. That would be fantastic. 2021 with PSV. I sat down and had a discussion with uh, a mate the other day, which is going to be an article coming out soon. If you want to check him out, it's live.breathe.ride on Instagram and Facebook or website. And he's doing some great work. And he asked the question, you know, what's my plan with PSV? It was a really good question because in 2020, my plan was completely different to what it is now. I tried to create PSV into a business and it didn't sit well with me. I had an amazing opportunity midway through the year, which only opened up because I started PSV. And that was to get a traineeship at MindFit. And that changed the direction of where PSV went. And over the last six months, I've been struggling with how it looks and how I can divide my time up, you know. What you'll probably get to know over the next 
couple of months in the podcast I'm recording is, you know, Alicia and I went through IVF and we've been successful and we're going to have a baby, which is super exciting. So there's going to be a family and people that know that Alicia and I over the last three and a half years have basically been living off one wage um, for multiple different reasons, my mental health reasons, Alicia's mental health reasons, um, her being you know, forced out of a job. Then this year, last year, sorry, in 2020, I took on this traineeship role, which was non-paid. Um, all I get, I say all I get, I get men mentored by someone who's been in the industry for 13 years, which is priceless, to be honest. I'm thinking of those ads where everything costs money and then you say, experience, like, the experience is priceless. So, you know, I'm not earning a wage at all at the moment. So with PSV Business, I could have potentially been earning a wage, but I realised what was most important was that I put myself in the best position for my family and friends going forward and my little baby to be. So we'll break down that a little bit more on the podcast I do with Alicia um, about our IVF journey. So that's one of the podcasts to look forward to moving forward. But over the all in 2021, PSV is going to be a continuous hobby for me. And just to paint the picture of what it is, it's going to be a blog, it's going to be a podcast using the social media channels that I've got and using the website that I've got to share the blogs. I'll also have clothing available, which I'll talk about in a second. But we're going to continue to run the PSV cricket charity matches and more than happy to outsource all of that information to other competitions to, to get them to start their own all-star matches, raising money for mental health. What we'll have with the clothing is the clothing will basically cover any cost associated with podcast. That is simple and matter of fact. Any other money that is raised through PSV will be given back to the community in some way. You know, at this in 2020, I gave back um, lots of money to sporting clubs as sponsorship, as partnership. We gave away clothes to people in need. We gave away clothes to winners. The idea of 2020 was to just get it out there as much as possible and give back as much as we can with an aim to grow and increase and um, make things even stronger going forward, you know. Part of my goal is to be able to raise money so that if, a family cop something which is, you know, changes their life dramatically. Whether it be a, one of a kid that gets diagnosed with cancer who needs treatment and needs money, I can give that. Whether that's so, uh, someone, you know, gets a, a child gets a anxiety disorder and they really struggle, but and the family are really struggling with what to do. So it's like, oh well, I've got money here. I can pay for them to um, go to do ninja warrior training. You know, and really try and break through that. Get get them in a community. Get them in a like-minded group where people are growing and connecting and doing all the fundamentals of basic life. One of the things I think a lot of us probably missed out on growing up is the understanding of emotions and the understanding that these feelings all matter. Anger, sadness, anxiety, depression. They're all there. We all have them. It's from time to time. What we really miss is connection and fitness and growth and all of that which comes with actually being with people. So I wanna be able to give back. So any money over the next how many years goes directly back and 
I will not take a cent out of PSV. It will be genuinely all giving back to community groups, sporting groups, whatever it might be, that's what it will be. So the idea is to sell all the clothing we have on stock and then set up a shop through Big Dog Clothing. And that will hopefully be up and running by February, March. But if anyone does want any clothing, in the meantime, we still have things available. You can go to powerstrengthandvulnerability.com.au. All clothes are on sale at the moment and they will be until sold out. The idea is we want to try and get as much money in as we can with the on the in, on stock clothing without making a profit to get rid of it to give it back to people at a cheaper cost and then set up a really brand new shop with different styles of clothing that we can really use to push this mental health perception change and this openness to what mental health is we really want to work on getting a better understanding out there and changing that perception of mental health and understanding that we all have mental health. It's when we don't care of it, take care of it, that mental health issues and mental illness starts coming to the fore. And what I've seen this year, and sorry, in 2020, is that a lot of people are discovering that if they don't look after themselves mentally, it becomes an issue and then becomes an illness. But what I'm also seeing is that a lot of people are completely oblivious to that and ignoring that. And I just fear that in 10 to 20 years that it's going to all come to a crashing halt for them because they're ignoring it now because that's the easiest thing to do. And just like that, the easiest thing to do is to judge someone through that. So we're going to really try and break down the stigma and change the perception of mental health and mental health issues and mental illness in 2021. I'm so excited that we already have some awesome guests lined up this year. My aim is to record 24 podcasts over the year and release two a month. We'll aim to do that fortnightly. There may be bonus episodes sometimes in a month, um, but the aim is to have every second Sunday night we'll have a podcast dropped. It won't always work out to plan, but that is the aim. The first podcast I am recording is today and that will be the first podcast released after this one for 2021. It's with Steve White, the journeyman. He is an NLP practitioner who's battled his own mental health demons along the way, now using his fight for good to help others. Alicia and I will sit down with Sarah Blackmore and she will interview us on our IVF process. What a lot of people don't understand is the IVF process doesn't just start when you go to the hospital. It starts 18 to 24 months earlier. There's fights, there's arguments. And there's a whole lot more that goes into an IVF journey than the injections and the hospital visits and everything like that. It starts with a, long, a lot long earlier. And we're gonna break that down with Sarah, who's gonna ask some really fantastic questions. And he's gonna, allow us to open up to the world and hopefully help others that are going through something similar. If you can hear the birds in the background, great. They're outside the window chirping away. The other exciting news is we do have a podcast lined up with Monkey Steve who does is Live, Breathe, Ride. He started on season five of Ninja Warrior, I think, whatever season last year was a Ninja Warrior, 
and we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about his mental health issues, the fact that he quit his job to become a stay-at-home dad, living life in the simplest version and how that looks for his family going forward. While there is some other, other podcasts, I'm looking forward to recording. Two I must mention is Sarah Blackmore will come on and interview us, but she will also be interviewed about her ADHD and a lot more about feminism in sport, feminism in athletes, women in sport, what TV is really like and what they're looking for. So we're going to break down what happens on the TV and why some people get picked and some people don't and why not to take it personally. The other one I'm going to do is I'm going to sit down with Nick Sutherland from MindFit, my boss, my colleague, my friend. We're going to sit down and we're going to break down where MindFit started. We're going to talk about how a guy in the army was bastardised, causing him to leave with mental health issues that he continued to suffer in and not acknowledge to one point where he woke up and walked to his front door and couldn't open his door. Anxiety had over and ridden him and caused agoraphobia. A mental illness he worked through over time and has now been a mental health practitioner for 13 years and someone I aspire to not be but to emulate in a way where I'm myself still. So we're going to talk about all that. In that MindFit podcast, we'll talk about the fact that only a couple of weeks ago, MindFit doors were broken into and $2,000 worth of art was stolen. And the fact that we both sat there not judging or not getting angry because things didn't go our way. We understood that these people were desperate and went to compassion, into empathy. So we'll break that down. And the other one I'm super excited for, you know, I got to know this guy reasonably well in 2020. You know, I caught up with him a few times and the openness, the caring nature, the empathy, the compassion that this man showed, I really wanted to get him on and tell his story. And he actually told me himself he would like to go on my podcast at some stage. So I'm really grateful that Dane Beams will be on the podcast early in this year as well and really look forward to chatting with him and talking about all things mental health. We both spent time in the mental health clinic in 2019 and we both have similar experiences with mental health in terms of our symptoms and our ways of running away when we're feeling trapped. So it's going to be really great to talk about that with him because both of our mental health issues come from different places but a lot of the symptoms are the same. So it's going to be really awesome to sit down and chat with him and get to know him a little bit more. What does 2021 look like for me personally? Well, this is what excites me so much. Last year, I feel like I just set a foundation. I made lots of mistakes and I'll probably make lots more mistakes this year, but I think the mistakes will be different. In 2020, I came a long way. I put the concrete pillar down concrete flooring down of a house. And this year is about starting to build the walls of that house, but making sure that foundation doesn't rot and doesn't fall away. So what I've done this year is I've set myself some huge goals. 
I'm not to have takeaway for 365 days. I'm not going to drink for two months. I'm not going to have sugar, chocolate, ice cream for 365 days. And there's one other which I can't remember off the top of my head. But not am I, not am I just giving those things up. I'm actually looking to replace them with something. And this is where I think a lot of people stumble because when the cravings kick in on day two, day three, day seven, day 14, day 21, they don't have anything to replace it with. So what I've got is I've got those lists of things I, I don't want to do this year. It's so cute, the bird. It almost feels like it's in the headphones. Is I've got things to replace it with. So every day I must exercise for 30 minutes. I must do 10,000 steps on 80% of the days this year. So not 100% of the days, 80% of the days. Because I need to take into consideration my physical illnesses as well. And some days that's not going to be as doable. I want to meditate for at least, at least 10 minutes every single day this year. So what I've done is I've taken away something, but I've put something in in replace of it. So whenever I get a craving, whenever I feel like I need something, I'm going to replace it with something. So if I feel like sugar, I'm gonna go for a walk. The other one is caffeine, I'm gonna give up caffeine. If I feel like caffeine, I'm gonna meditate. If I feel like alcohol, I'm gonna brush my teeth. No, I usually if you feel like alcohol, it's at night time. So I may go for a walk. Or I may read a book or I may listen to a podcast. So I've put it on one of my sheets. 80% of the days this year, I've got to study for 30 minutes. I'll read for 30 minutes. So when the alcohol cravings come in, it's like I'm going to read. So it's about changing, not getting rid of. It's about replacement, not getting rid of. And that's what advice I wanted to pass on to everyone going into this year. Will I be perfect? Absolutely not. There'll probably be a mistake along the way. But the aim is to experience the whole experience now what else i'm also going to do with that is i'm going to complete a food record every single day for 365 days of the year and i'm going to write a journal so whenever i have cravings i'm going to talk about the cravings and why they've come up what's triggered them how i work through them so i can reflect back on myself and the improvements and the wins that i've made so if i've got any advice for anyone that's listening the first advice, bit of advice I'd give is I'd find a book and write down one small win every day of the year and watch what happens. Just commit to doing that to start with, then add something else. You know, I don't have an aim to lose a certain amount of weight, but I do have a huge year ahead of me. We're having a baby for the first time, so I want to set a really good example. I'm getting married to Alicia in April. I'm going on Adventure All-Stars TV. To, which is to raise $10,000 for Mindful Oz. So I'm at three grand. So if anyone wants to help out that, go on my website and help donate or buy clothing. So I really want to put myself in the best position physically and mentally for those opportunities because at the moment, my physical illness will not allow me to go on a six-day adventure on Adventure All-Stars because I physically can't get out of bed some days. So I need to create an environment. So while I have goals, I've forgotten about them. They're, they're put on paper, but I don't look at them every day because what we can do is we can look at these goals, some of us, some of us get really motivated by it, but some of us can see how far away they are. 
So the best thing to do is focus on the day-by-day, week-by-week tasks. And at the moment, I'm just going day-by-day. Every day, I've got to go to my sheets at the end of the day and tick them. I'll highlight them. Did I get them? Yes. Did I get them? Yes. Great. All right. Day one down. Got them all. And today, being January the 2nd, is the second day. A whole new beast. Because everyone's motivated on January 1, January 2. It's all, I can already feel my motivation wavering. So I need to make sure that I'm replacing, changing these things in my mind because we are forces of habit. Our brain doesn't like to overcomplicate things. It likes to keep things regimented. So the aim is to try and change all these habits moving forward. If there is any questions, any questions at all, any questions for the guests that we might have coming up, any comments, queries, reviews, just put them out there. I really would like this podcast blog to really grow and double over the next 12 to 24 months. It's been an absolute joy, you know, and the amount of amazing people who have reached out to me and formed friendships with because of the openness of having just a conversation, which so many people find uncomfortable. You know, it's funny, I sat down with someone else the other day and they said, you know, what do you get out of doing the podcast? And I said, well, the podcast for me is just having a conversation that I have every day with people. But I have friends and I have family that won't have those conversations with me because they feel uncomfortable and they don't even need to be talking about themselves. It could be about me. So I love being in an environment where people can just sit down and openly talk about their mental health. The stigma and the perception of it is that it's very uncomfortable, but if you sat down with your best mates, you could easily talk about going to the gym. So what's the difference between your mind and your body? The difference is your perception. But talking about your mental health is just like talking about your physical health. We all have it. We all struggle from time to time with it. You know, when a mate's struggling with his body, you say, go to the gym. What do people say when they're struggling with their mind or their mental health? They tell them to toughen up. Write it out. Why don't we suggest that they do something else? Why don't we suggest we do something with them? All right, mate, I know you're struggling. I want to go for a walk with you. Will you come? Will you go kick, come and kick the footy with me? Not judge them for the mistakes they've made. Support them. Ask questions. Get an understanding. Look with compassion, with empathy. Not with judgment. Not with control. Understand that they may make mistakes from time to time. And yes, you don't want to allow them and you don't want to to feel like they can get away with murder. But there is finding that balance and looking at the reality of things. Is this a one-off? Have they improved? And then giving the feedback in due course. But the best way to do that is asking questions with open communication and knowing that you may be uncomfortable, having those hard, uncomfortable conversations make things a lot easier in the future you know because the next time that issue may arise if it does you have a better understanding of how to deal with it how to manage it how to help each other through it so i ask you the listener with your family and friends this year just to educate yourself ask questions without judgment ask questions with the 
intent to listen, to understand and not respond. And just see where that takes you. I wish everyone a safe and merry 2021. May the mistakes that are made be learnt from and may all the wins you sit in and enjoy. Thank you for listening. Please review, please share, please like, please subscribe. The more people out there we can help, the better. Have a great day.